Welcome to Hope is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope is Here. My name is Greg Horn. and I'm so blessed with wonderful parents. Uh, I know, unfortunately, not everybody had that experience, but I was so, so blessed. I was able to honor my mom last month on her birthday, and uh, today is my dad's birthday, December 15th, and I know that um, he's been gone six and a half years, but his legacy lives on through my life, and I want to give honor to whom honor is due. And I know you've heard me, if you listen to Hope It's Here, uh, on a regular basis over the past five years. I quote my dad quite often. He had a lot of wisdom, not just earthly wisdom, but biblical wisdom. But the best part uh, is he did not become a Christian until he was almost 50. And I know you're like, well, why is that the best part? Well, it's the best part because I know some of you are praying for somebody today and uh, you've been praying for a long time. You're just like, I don't know if they're ever going to surrender their one and only life to Jesus Christ. And friends, I want to encourage you today not to give up praying. Because my dad had a praying mom, then he had a praying wife, and then he had us praying kids, four kids that uh, we all accepted Jesus because of my mom's unbelievable example. And eventually, at almost the age of 50, my dad surrendered his one and only life to Jesus and the best part was the last 24 years of his life, he was literally a man transformed uh, just by reading the Bible. In fact, uh, during his last week of life, he was in the middle of teaching a six-week Bible study on Sunday nights at his church on the book of Revelation. Uh, my dad was a really smart, smart guy, had a brilliant mind. And uh, uh, I mean, Revelation, obviously, is not an easy book to teach, and yet he did such a great job and put it all together himself. And I'm so thankful we did that. Just one of my great regrets is I didn't video the first three weeks that he had done because uh, I'd love to go back and watch those. And I'm just so blessed by that. But I want to encourage you today not to give up praying on somebody that you love because um, you just never know uh, when they may surrender their one and only life. And so I want to share just some of the things I learned from my dad. I think they'll help you. Um, it, it all would line up in the Bible, uh, but some of it's just good wisdom. And the first thing that uh, I love is, uh, you know, he, my dad said sometime I was complaining to him about a situation and I went on and on. He was such a great listener. And I just want to say thank you if you're a good listener. Uh, don't you appreciate somebody that really listens to you? I mean, it's kind of a just a real hidden treat today and uh, so often you're talking to somebody uh, and I've been guilty of this too so I don't want to act like I never struggle with it but a lot of times people are thinking how they're going to respond to what you said and maybe it's not to say that they listen but they want to say oh yeah I did that too or one time this or that we all get guilty trying to put ourselves in somebody's story instead of just listening and sometimes uh, we just need to be heard don't we and my dad was great about that but after I complained about the situation, eventually my dad just graciously said, son, I don't think that's in your box. <laughs> and I was kind of taken back. I said, what do you mean by that? He just calmly responded, he calmly responded and said, you know, I think your responses include this, this, and this. And I said, yep. He said, well, that's your box. These things that you're talking about, uh, you know, at work, that's actually not in your box. So even though I know it's frustrating, that's not in your box. You take care of all the things that God's entrusted you in whatever's in your box and let those people take care of their box and let God take care of it in his perfect timing. And so I thought, 
man, such great wisdom. And I'm still continuing uh, to quote that many, many years later. And uh, so thankful for that life, uh, that wisdom my dad had there. Uh, Proverbs chapter 10, verse 7 says, A good and honest life is a blessed memorial. And friends, that's the thing. I just want to always encourage you and not to make you feel judged, condemned. Uh, you know, that that's not my desire at all. But I also think sometimes we just don't really reflect what will be said about us when we do take our last breath. And, um, you know, now being over the age of 50, I, I, I'm reflecting as I know I don't have near as many years left. And, um, you know, friends, just our words matter. And I've shared before, but... Uh, one of the things my dad did the last couple of years of his life, uh, and trust me, he did not have this model in his life. His father was a very, very harsh man, and to his dad's defense, he had a really rough childhood. Um, so I, I do understand that, but but my dad would tell me uh, sometimes where I'd get off the phone with him, I'd say, uh, Dad, good to talk to you. And he said, son, one more thing. I said, yes, sir. Thinking maybe there's something he wanted me to help him with and always glad to do that. He'd say, I said, yes, sir. What can I do? He said, no, you don't need anything. I just want you to remember that you're blessed and you're loved. And he's telling me I was blessed because I'm, I'm a child of the most high God. I'm a follower of Jesus. And uh, God loves to bless his kids, friends. And he was reminding me that I was loved not just by him, my earthly father, but also by my heavenly father. And I want to encourage those of you that have kids, grandkids, nieces, nephews, okay, that your words matter. And want to encourage you to sit there and speak those words over and remind them that they're blessed and loved. Of course, uh, Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 through 26 just really echo what that says. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Such just powerful, powerful uh, words there and words to be known about how God goes with us and he loves us and he cares for us. I remember one time I was complaining to my father about something, whatever, and he, he did say, he said, well, son, sounds to me like you got your measuring stick out. So what do you mean by that? He said, well, you're measuring him by how you would handle a situation and Remember, God's wired us all up differently. And so uh, maybe you just need to leave your uh, measuring stick at home today. And uh, I thought, you know, that's just true. And uh, a lot of times, man, we get guilty of that, don't we? And, uh, you know, it's kind of like Jesus said, you know, don't judge somebody else. But, uh, you know, you you look at the speck in, you know, in your eye, but look at the, you know, the, the plank in yours. And, uh Friends, we, we really, uh, I know that's something I have to be reminded of. And uh, sometimes we just need to leave our measuring stick out. And uh, my dad would also say something that never forgotten and so such good wisdom. And somebody listening today needs to hear it. Uh, he says, son, sometimes you just got to love people where they're at. Sometimes you just got to love people where they're at. And, you know, my father never heard his earthly father tell him that he loved him and he grew up in Inez, Kentucky, up in East Kentucky, and it was a tough area. His father was a coal miner until he got half his hand cut off, just had a thumb on one of his hands, and then opened a little bitty grocery store. It was just like a one-room store. It wasn't very big at all, but uh, just to survive since he couldn't work in the mines anymore. And um, So his dad had a tough upbringing and tough life. So, But, uh, I mean, I just think that we all want to hear that and know that the, the Lord loves us and that he he loves to 
bless us. And, you know, we just have to love people where they're at sometimes. Not how they could be, not how they should be, and maybe how we thought they would be, whether if it's somebody that's close to us, a family member, a child, a friend, a coworker. And yet, you know, it's true for your life and my life too. You know, God loves us too. Not where we could be, not where we should be, or maybe not even where we thought we would be at this season of our life. But God loves you exactly in this moment right now where you're at. One of the most powerful things that my dad taught me um, was one time somebody just really had done him wrong in a work situation. And, I mean, man, I was angry about it because I knew the person. And um, I'm embarrassed to tell you about this time. I was in ministry. I didn't get in ministry until my uh, mid-30s. But uh, And so I asked my dad about the situation a few months later. And said, how's that going? He said, well, it's, it's going okay. You know, not things things haven't changed a lot, but I'm at peace about it. And I was like, well, how can you be at peace about it? And he just said, well, son, the Bible says to love your enemies and bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you and pray for them. Pray for those who persecute you. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I know the Bible says that, Dad, but <laughs> I'm embarrassed to tell you that. That's been almost 20 years ago now, but still uh, embarrassed by that story. And uh and he said, well, son, that's what the Bible says, and uh, that's what I've been doing. And uh, it's brought me peace, even though, uh, yes, that guy's still uh, kind of been backdooring me on some things. And um, and so, you know, friends, that just modeled that to me. And one day I had a situation in my life uh, when I was on staff at a church as executive pastor. I had a guy that was really just uh, one of the more influential people in this church, causing me a lot of havoc. And um, it was just a bad situation. And uh, my dad just one day when I was just so frustrated with it, about ready to quit, uh, said, you know, son, I know you don't want to hear this, but because I just simply got to the point to the end of myself, said, dad, I don't know what to do. He said, well, remember a few years ago when you were asking me about that situation with so-and-so and how I was doing with it? And I told you about you need to pray for those who persecute you and bless those who persecute you and hate you. And I said, yep, I remember that. He said, well, that's what you need to do. And I'll never forget, I was at a hotel room in Asheville, Tennessee. I uh, uh, had been gone, going to the SEC tournament because my brother was uh, the head basketball coach at South Carolina, the University of South Carolina at the time. And I remember getting off the phone with my dad, and I just got down on my knees and I started asking God to bless that guy and his wife, his children, his grandchildren. And I did that all the time. And about two years later, one day we had a men's breakfast at that church, and uh, I felt led to put a thank you card on everybody's seat. We had about 50 guys there and just said, you know, uh, we all have somebody in our lives that we need to say thank you to. And uh, this was before texting was real popular. But I just said, you know, we can send emails and this and that, but there's nothing better than a good old-fashioned thank you card. And so I just want to encourage you to do that. And if you'll put the address on it, I'll even mail it for you. Um, or you can give it to me and then uh, tell me, call me later, email me the address, and I will uh, put it on there and mail it for you. But I just think uh, the Bible talks about we should be grateful and thankful, and let's be a blessing to somebody today. Well, a couple of days later, I came into work, and in my mailbox at work there, there was that card, thank you card from this guy, and just said, you know, hey, we haven't seen eye to eye all the time, but I appreciate all you've done to keep this church together through some really, really difficult times, and I just wanted to say thank you and that I love you. Friends, uh, man, I started weeping because I remembered directly that conversation a couple years earlier that my dad and I had had 
about me praying for that guy and for God to bless him, even though I was really getting persecuted at the time and um, was ready to quit. And it was two years before I saw some fruit from those prayers. But, you know, friends, uh, God's timing is not always our timing. And sometimes God wants to see, are you going to be faithful? And you're going to trust me even when it hurts and even when it doesn't seem fair? And, you know, it just that's how it is, friends. And I know if somebody listed that story. God's saying, you know what? You need to pray for that person that's persecuting you and ask God to bless them. And it was one of the hardest things I've done. But, you know, friends, if we're really going to mature as followers of Jesus, um, I mean, think about Jesus on the cross. I mean, I wasn't going through anything to that extreme of that kind of pain. But remember what he said to those people that were mocking him and hurling insults at him? Uh, he looked down at them and said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And so, friends, if Jesus could do that, going through that excruciating physical pain, on top of getting emotional pain and people chastising him, uh, friends, we can forgive others and do things like that too to to bless others. One of the other things that my dad used to say to me, he said, son, the favor of the Lord is upon you. He would just randomly sometimes say that. And uh, friends, uh, the Bible talks about that, and it's not prosperity gospel, but I will say to you, uh, I can honestly say I remember my dad saying that probably the first time Oh, it may have been 15 years ago when he said that the first time. And yet there's times when good things happen in my life today, and I can go back distinctly to hearing him say that, Son, the favor of the Lord is upon you. So I just want to remind you that your words are powerful and to speak those words. And I just want to say, God, thank you for blessing me with such a wonderful earthly father. And uh, just want to say thank you, Dad, for being such a good father. Thank you for modeling Jesus the last 24 years of your life. And last but not least, happy birthday in heaven. You're gone and you're missed, but you're always loved and never forgotten. Happy birthday, Dad. I'm Greg Horn, and this is Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. If you have been blessed by Hope Is Here, would you consider making a donation to help this ministry continue to reach thousands in Central Kentucky every day? It's simple and safe. Go to our website at hopeishere.today, where you can make a safe and secure online donation, or you can find our address to mail a check. All donations are tax deductible, and they are greatly appreciated. Please make your donation today at hopeishere.today. Again, that's hopeishere.today. Dot today.